Okay. We are beginning now. Seventh letter. And in the seventh letter, we begin by quoting uh, a quote from our prayers and a quote from Psalms that refers to our relationship with God with two words. One says portion, one says lot. Like we say in our prayers, how good is our portion, how pleasant is our lot. The question is, what do we mean by these terms? Meaning lot and portion are not synonymous because lot implies like you want something. You know, something was granted exclusively to a specific person who won the lottery. Portion could be something that many people get a portion. What do the terms portion and lot refer to? In order to understand that, we're going to look at a saying of our sages that uses the term portion. The saying is, he has no part, no portion in the God of Israel. And that phrase, he has no part in the God of Israel, seems hard for us to understand because God isn't divisible into parts. God is the ultimate in simple, uncompounded unity, the antithesis of divisibility. So what do our sages mean? Why do they use the term part in relationship to God? So it must mean that though God is indivisible, the godly illumination that descends into our soul could be described with the word part. That that illumination is revealed in Heart. Now, to understand that, we're going to talk about something else. We're going to look at a verse that has to do with Jacob. This was Jacob set up an altar, and it says, and he called him God, God of Israel, Kel Eloke Israel. And there's basically three questions on these words. One is, why is he calling him God of Israel? Why not God of Jacob, why are we changing to Israel here? How does this idea of setting up an altar connect to calling him God, God of Israel? And what is being said here? What was our forefather Jacob doing by using the term Kel Eloke Israel, God, God of Israel? And we're going to understand this. We're going to speak about God and his name which, again, is to help us understand how God can refer to by parts. It is going to help us understand what it means that we have a part in God and a lot from God. So God is true to his name, meaning we refer to him as HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kadosh, the Holy One, really means one who's separate. Baruch Hu means blessed is he. Blessed is he implies this energy is drawn down into the world. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu means that God is blessed, God is apart, and at the same time drawn down. Because God in his essence and being is drawn down into all creation. But being that it's his essence and being that's permeating all of creation, it's permeating it, but it's still apart from it. It's within it, but not contained by it at all. In other words, let's compare this. Our soul is contained within our body and is affected by the changes that occur to our body. But God's not affected at all by the world in which he's found. 
So God's within the world and completely distinct and apart from them, which means they can't receive their life force from him because his essence and being does not relate to them even as it's within them. So what happens? So from the essence and being of God comes forth, so to speak, God's name, which is only a, a radiation of God. And from that name comes forth a radiation of the name. And from that radiation of the name, life is given to all of creation. And that radiation coming from the name of God, which is one with God, and therefore able to animate as God animates, gives life to all of the world. So God is present in all, but not actually invested in them. So he's present. The radiation from the name from God contracts and adapts to the spiritual capacity of each particular world in which it is vested. It integrates within that reality and therefore is able to give life to each of these realities so, so far below it, but through many and enormous contractions of self, this radiation from the light can relate, be vested in, and give life to all of creation. 